Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Gadget Flow. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today we are talking with Jacob Webb and repeat guest Craig Hammond. Jacob, Craig, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Excited to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you back. And uh, another innovation for children. I love this product, having kids myself and them uh, finding unique ways of uh, injuring themselves. And typically it's always on the staircase. My daughter's got the wealth to prove it on her leg. So I'm really excited to talk about this product, Stair Slide, which is like a semi-permanent children's slide for indoor stairs. And I was one of those kids that would always go down the staircase in a laundry basket uh, and usually, you know, tumble once I made it to about step six. So I'm really interested, uh, Craig, to hear about, you know, this idea with Jacob in terms of this patent pending design of, you know, really, there's no assembly required. You just put it on the staircase and the kids can have some safer fun. So let's start at the beginning, if you would, Jacob, and tell us, you know, where did this innovation start? What inspired you to create Stair Slide? Well, great question. Uh, so uh, like you, I've got five awesome kids and they like to slide down the stairs themselves. Uh, a few years ago, they were doing that and uh, they were sliding down in a sleeping bag. And I think one of them got hurt, and my wife, uh, my wife looked at me and said, "Can't you, can't you just invent something that's safer?" And and uh, so I started thinking about it and reached out to a, a neighbor who, who uh, who's an industrial engineer and started working with her, his firm on the concept, put together some CAD drawings and and prototypes and three D models and and you know again that was a few years ago and and then. Um, the idea kind of fizzled out until last year when I had a little bit of bandwidth and, and decided to pick it up again and reached out to Craig because he's in my neighborhood and, and a good friend and he I know he has kids and and uh, so together he and I uh, have been tooling around with the with the concept trying to get the final prototype finished which we did and then uh, now we're looking to to launch on Kickstarter here next week. Sounds like a uh, a neighborhood full of entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think so. And kids. Yeah. And kids, exactly. Yeah. Which I think a lot of innovations come out of solving our children's problems, right? Right. Absolutely. So, Craig, yeah, we had you on the show, uh, gosh, it was over two years ago now for your amazing innovation, Pajamas. I guess give us an update there. What's been going on with Pajamas? Pajamas is still growing, man. It, it has been a couple of years. I think we were maybe almost done or, or just wrapped up our crowdfunding campaigns and we just had tremendous success. And as we discussed in the past, you know, we, I, I personally still strongly believe that Inventus was a big part of that. And, you know, that's why we came back. I recommended Inventus to Jake when we started talking about launching Stair Slide on Kickstarter. But 
with pajamas, it's been a pretty wild two years right after we recorded in 2018, essentially right after we finished our crowdfunding, we went on Shark Tank. I was a total bomb on Shark Tank. I'm not a salesman at all. I'm the behind the scenes marketer. <laughs> but we've continued to uh, grow. We're now distributing. It was a good experience, we, Craig. You got to look. Oh, it. it was a great experience. It absolutely <laughs> was. But it, it taught me a lot that I needed to humble myself and work on my salesmanship. But yeah, we're, we're distributing internationally. Uh, we have some licensing deals, both to license characters. And, you know, we've, we've, signed a five-year agreement with a licensee to distribute our product in mass market brick and mortar in the U.S. And so soon enough, we'll be available where, where everyone's shopping for their kids, both online and in-store. Amazing. Well, it's great to see these two products actually seamlessly go together. Not the uh, yeah. wet pajamas, but you know, pajamas in general to be able to slide <laughs> down these, right? We should have gotten some pictures, Jake, of kids sliding down the stair slide in pajamas. What was I thinking? You know what? You and I should have dressed up in onesies and slid. <laughs> I think the audience would have loved that, you guys. Next, yeah. next photo shoot. Let's see that. <laughs> Stick with the kids. They're cuter than us. <laughs> so, Jake, um, let's talk about the engineering side of the this product. And again, it's not like it's it's you know the design is you understand it because it's a slide, but obviously some engineering went into this in terms of staircases and depth and how it holds up and how to overlay each, you know, individual component over the top of each one. So if you would talk a little bit about that design and engineering process to, you know, how did you design it and how did you figure out how to make this so that longer staircases could be used as well? Okay. So, the, I'd say the beauty of the product is in its simplicity. And I think one of the things I've learned through this process is that from the beginning, we, we tried to over-engineer it. Uh, we overthought it, made it more complicated than it needed to be. And, you know, there might be a few reasons for that because you know, the more people who are involved and, and the more ideas that are involved, then sometimes that can happen. But in, in the end, when we finally figured it out, it's when we started to eliminate things that were just unnecessary. You know, for example, when we first started, we tried to kind of duplicate what we were seeing on the playground where you climb up the stairs and there's these big loops up there to hold on to and then you slide down. And so, you know, we, we've got some photos of our early prototypes where we had similar features and attributes that ultimately just added weight to it and, and made it clunky and maybe even more dangerous just because of the fact that it was heavier. And so ultimately what won out for us was when we decided to eliminate all that and just create a relatively quote unquote simple design that nests into each other. Kind of like, I guess you could say it's, it has like a telescoping feature where because it nests on top of each other, you can slide it up or down the stairs depending on the measurements of, of, of your stairs and extend it so that you can cover taller stairs. So it's got a little curve on the top, kind of like you might see on, on a, you know, a slide there on the, on the playground. And it's got some, some walls to, to give it not only stability, but uh, uh, in, improve the safety of the slide so kids aren't falling off. But ultimately, it, it was just by simplifying the design and still creating a design that could be duplicated over and over again, um, where you don't have to have different pieces. They're all the exact same piece. 
And because they nest on top of each other and you slide down on top of it, it, it works and it works great. It also has a, um, uh, a high density uh, rubber strip underneath the top part. And that really is the key, if you will. It's kind of the secret sauce of the product because that, that rubber strip will kind of anchor, so to speak, the, the slide against the stairs. And I think, not to get too technical, but I think it's because of the high coefficient of friction that exists there between the, the rubber and the stairs, be it a wood material or a carpeted material, um, it stays in place. And so uh, because of that, it is indeed a much safer alternative to, you know, other methods like you used to experiment with, oh, cardboard boxes and and laundry baskets. And, you know, my kids loved using sleeping bags, but, you know, ultimately the uh, the fun dies out when somebody gets hurt. And that's what really we're trying to avoid here. We wanted something that's safer, something that was long lasting and durable. It is a patent pending design, but because of the the unique design, you can kind of um, stack them up, and if you have multiple pieces, you can stack them and put them into in a closet so that uh, you save space. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we're really excited about this, Roy. I think it's going to be a, a a real a real great product for the market. Are you guys going to come out with an adult version now after this? You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll admit it is tested and. We do say that there's a weight limit, um, and we're thinking it's going to be about 70 pounds. But truth be told, we've all used it, and we've all loved it. Um, we even got some video of Craig's wife sliding down the stairs. So um, <laughs> it works great. There we go. It does work great. I talked to Jake. I said, I don't know that we need to put 70 pounds, but you know that's really for safety recommendations. But it's worked great for all of us. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun for kids and adults. That's always fun. Are you going to put a curve in so we can kind of like luge down the staircase and curve into the hallways? That would be so awesome. You know, nice high banking. we had so many people ask that. I I think it'd be worth exploring. Maybe that's uh, stair slide 2.0. Who knows? Or it's a good stretch goal, honestly, for the campaign. You know, once you reach certain funding, you start doing the engineering on the banking. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a blast. Yeah, no, I think the kids are going to have a ton of fun with this. So let's talk a little bit about some of the prep work. I mean, you know, in terms of coming into a campaign, Craig is obviously very experienced on his side. What's some of the prep work that you've been doing, Jake, on your side to put the campaign in, you know, a great position to launch when it goes live here very quickly? Uh, well, so a lot of that has involved Inventus and, and their support, and they've been great. We've been working with Inventus directly now for a few weeks, and and already we've seen really strong results at, at, um, from the targeted advertising that they're doing there on on uh, some social media sites. And so that's, I think, in a way, really positioned us well for a strong launch next week because we've already seen a very healthy number of uh, of leads come through that effort. You know, I'm assuming you're re- when you're asking, you're talking about uh, you're talking about marketing related prep work. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So we've we've done a lot of a lot of stuff online, and Craig and I personally have spent considerable time fine tuning the you know the uh, the logo marks and the color scheme and and all of that good stuff that would go into a marketing package. And then, of course, you know, Craig and I just finished a few weeks ago the uh, the Kickstarter video, which was, that was fun. All of our kids got to be involved. And uh, 
I don't know, Craig, tell them, why don't you tell a little bit more about that video process? Because this is the second time that Craig's had to do that. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of a believer that Kickstarter tends to have a very platform-specific video that, that leads to a higher probability of success. So we followed, honestly, the same pattern, the, the same template, if you will, that I did for Pajamas, which is, again, pretty common in, in the crowdfunding community which really starts by identifying uh, a pain point that might resonate with the, with the customer and then immediately providing your solution and the benefits of your solution. And so using that simple framework, we created a video that we really feel uh, quickly engages and communicates the value props of StairSlide. Really, all you, all you have to do, in fact, it may even be too long, all you have to do is just see the slide in action in the video and it immediately makes sense you know, in the limited pre-launch marketing that we've done, we've seen exceptional results from a cost per lead perspective. But the other thing that we're seeing is the engagement is so high that somebody will look at just a landing page. People haven't even been seeing the video and they just see the pictures. They read the quick value props, three or four value props. And it's so clear what the slide is and what it does that it, it just speaks for itself and makes people so excited about, about the product. Yeah. And it's nice I to have that, products I believe like marketing that, that should really explain themselves. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. I, I believe marketing should be as simple as possible and it helps or it's easiest when the product explains itself, like you said, and, and stair slide one from the name and two from a visual, even just a static photo immediately depicts what exactly it is and what it does. Yep. Yeah, it makes us marketers' jobs a little bit easier when the uh, the product explains itself simply and succinctly, and the audience can really grasp onto it, understand what it is, and be like, "Yeah, this is something that I want to get for my kids, or maybe myself." Absolutely. <laughs> We've had plenty of people on on Facebook reply saying, "Can I use it myself?" So we know <clears throat> we know it's got a broad appeal. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, you know, given the, uh, the short amount of pre-campaign marketing time that you guys have been involved on the, uh, the pre-launch, you know, what are some of the things that you guys have learned along the way outside of its, its massive appeal thus far? Well, you know, based on the, on the feedback we're getting on, on Facebook, for example, I've learned that uh, people really care about their kids' safety. And I knew that to begin with. I've got kids. Their safety is important to me too, but you know, just reading some of the comments and, and the feedback about it, it's very clear how important that is to people. So we're optimistic about how the, the product will do in the marketplace because it is designed to be a safer and more durable alternative to those quote unquote fun <laughs> solutions that kids are using to slide down the stairs. And, you know, I've also learned you know, me personally, I've learned that there is a process and it, a process for taking a product like this to market. Uh, you don't want to rush it. You want to be strategic. You want to be judicious, especially when it comes to the safety of, of your of your users and your customers. And I, you know, I feel strongly that Craig and I have, we've been thorough in, in our efforts to make sure that the, the product we put out there is going to be not only safe, but something that's long lasting and durable and, and provide many years of fun for our customers. 
Yeah, well, I am truly excited to see this product come to market. I may have to hide it from my kids until you know they they actually injure themselves truly trying to slide down these staircases. But uh, you know, I'm really excited to see where where this product comes out. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Um, With that, one thing that one thing that Jake said that I wanted to just touch on real quick is you know, we were so eager to launch with, with times, the times that we're facing right now with COVID and people being stuck indoors a lot more, we just saw such an opportunity to provide a, a product that would help people that were feeling a little cooped up. And we, we really tried to push it without doing some of the legwork that I think is needed to make a successful product and a successful product launch. And after taking a more thoughtful and strategic approach of getting things right, we're finally ready to go. And though it definitely took a little bit of patience, we feel we have the best product and much better marketing communications because of that more well-planned strategic approach. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We really, I mean, we wanted to launch so that the product could be, be in our customers' hands by Christmas this year, but you know, I think if if we had pushed for that, uh, we probably we we might have compromised some things. Certainly, the marketing aspect of what we're doing, I think we would have had to give up some stuff on marketing that has proved to be really valuable for us. Absolutely, yeah. I know with folks, you know, just at home and potentially at their wits' end that their children haven't gone to school or whatever the case may be. You know, providing any any additional entertainment value for these kids, I think is uh you know is going to be welcomed in homes. Yeah, I agree. Well, Jake, this is going to get us into our launch round. Uh, you drew the short straw since Craig's already done this. So are you ready uh, for the questions? Yeah, let me uh, let me get situated here. Okay, go ahead, shoot. <laughs> All right, let's do this. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? My dad. If you could meet with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Uh, Jack Welch. Nice. Uh, what would have been your first question for Jack? Pass. <laughs> yes. All right. Fair enough. What's your Photo favorite train. amusement park ride? Favorite amusement park ride? Uh, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. By far. Uh, any book you would recommend to our entrepreneurial listeners? Do I, have, is, do I have just one that I can recommend? You can recommend as many as you'd like. All right. So I think the goal is a biggie. Got to read the goal. That's a MBA stable. Uh, good to great. It's always a classic. I think the paradox of choice is also a, a good one. I'm sure a couple will come to mind over time. I'll, I'll fire them off as they come to mind. Awesome. Great recommendations. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, I see myself in five years uh, climbing another mountain. I mean, stair slide is just another mountain to climb. You know, I've got a few other businesses that I've launched and I've got the entrepreneurial bug. So, you know, it doesn't take long for my uh my attention to get distracted and want to find something else. But I, no matter what, where I'm at in five years, I want to be at a place that's challenging, that's rewarding, that, um, you know, is a, is a good place for me mentally and, and, uh, physically, um, and gives me the time and freedom that I need to, to spend with my family so that they're blessed as well. Oh, that's great. Well, Jake, last question, and I know the campaign hasn't run yet, but interested to hear your take. And then, Craig, I'll ask you the same question, given that you've got a different lens on this. But, Jake, what does the future of crowdfunding look like to you? I, you know what? I'm going to let Craig go first. Let me think about it while Craig's talking. 
Okay, fair enough. I think I may have mentioned this, this last time, but I think the present of crowdfunding is very competitive. And I think it's only going to get more competitive. And unless you are truly happy with the bare minimum you need for your MOQ or to bring your dream to reality, you really need to invest in marketing and plan to spend on that marketing because of the competition. It's just, it's becoming like advertising. I don't want to say on Facebook, but advertising in general, where you are competing for eyeballs because there are so many people crowdfunding or with crowdfunding projects. And there are so many good projects and products that to, to cut through the fray and get seen, you've got to be willing to invest in advertising that project. I full on believe that. I, in fact, I'm advising a guy right now who's launching a, a bracelet company. It's called Everhope. And it's a really cool bracelet, but he's a little apprehensive to invest in the marketing, understandably, right? That's why he believes, and as a lot of people do, that they are going into the crowdfunding to raise the money, not planning to spend the money in crowdfunding. But if you want to have a much better chance of knocking it out of the park, be prepared to invest in, in the marketing and in the paid advertising. Absolutely. No, well said, Craig. Appreciate that. Jake, what about you? You know, um, my experience with crowdfunding is uh, fairly limited. So I don't have the depth of perspective that Craig has on it. But my, what I've observed is that crowdfunding over time, at least recently, has has proven to be an effective means for small business or, or entrepreneurial-minded inventors to take their product to market. I suspect that over time, you're going to see some consolidation in the crowdfunding industry or um, category, if you will. We already see a, a handful of different crowdfunding websites, for example, and um, you know, uh, from Indiegogo to, to Kickstarter. And eventually, I think people are just going to say, enough minimalist wallets. I've got enough minimal, minimalist, minim, minimalist wallets out there. I don't need another one. And I think what's going to happen is entrepreneurs are going to be forced uh, to be more creative when it comes to taking their product to market through crowdfunding. So, you know, I suspect consolidation will, will be a part of that process. But ultimately, it, I think Craig's right. It's going to come down to marketing and um, the efforts that you make it, at least on the on the front side. You know, again, I, I need to go back to the, the thoughts I shared with, with you about what we've learned and how valuable the pre-launch campaign can be. You know, we haven't launched yet, but we can already tell how important that, that investment in marketing up front is going to be in our success. So, yeah, I think you're going to see some changes, but I think, uh, I think in the end, it, um, no matter what changes happen, it's going to have, you know, the success of your crowdfunding is going to be dictated or dependent upon how, how you invest in your marketing campaigns. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, Jake, this is your opportunity to give our audience your pitch, tell people what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should check out StairSlide. Okay. StairSlide. Yes, that's what it is. It's a slide. It's stair. You put it on your stairs. It's it's simple. It's it's fun. It's a semi-permanent slide for children for indoor stairs, but it's also a safer alternative to using a sleeping bag, a cardboard box, a laundry basket, and it's a very durable solution uh, that, that won't break down like a cardboard box will. And because of the unique patent pending design, you can 
stack it together and, and store it conveniently uh, when it's not in use. But let's be honest, it's a simple product. It is what the, the name implies, and it's, it's going to give parents and, and caretakers a, uh, just another tool that they can use to help their kids uh, detach from their, uh, their <laughs> tablets and their screens and uh, get a little bit more exercise in the home. Um, which I think we can all agree is a real valuable thing right now when we're all dealing with coronavirus. So we're we're so excited about this, Roy. We think this is going to be a great product for the market. Our customers are really going to enjoy it as long as they use it wisely and and uh, take care of it. It's gonna it's gonna provide lasting years of fun for them. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to see it come to market. Audience, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, links to the campaign once it goes live. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Product Hype. Jake, thank you so much for being a first time guest. And Craig, thank you for coming back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Thanks, thanks Ryan. Awesome. Great. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.